Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And uh, this is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. And we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. We've got two lines open for you this morning. And uh, we're here to help you out, so feel free to get online. Let's get right to your calls. You're nice enough to join us, so let's go to Jack in Hartford. Hey, Jack. Hi, Eric. Hi, Bob. Hey. My call. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for calling. What's going on? I'm the Go Net Speed guy. Oh, yeah. How's it going for you, Jack? Well, uh, flawlessly. Awesome. It, it was a great installation. Very simple. They put the thing outside, ran a wire up to the second floor, put the little box inside. Yeah. I got the router. I, I opened DNS the router. Nice. Um, it it reads the furthest place in the house from the router. I was on the second floor. I have a three-floor situation. Mm-hmm. Is is still in the 40s uh, uh, on, on speed test. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ethernet cable into the computer right next to the router is in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, Certainly not a problem anywhere. Right, ninety up and down. Right, there's a synchronous connection. Yeah, yeah. correct. Uh, yeah, I, I, right. I don't use the up at all. But right. um, uh, anyway, couldn't give it higher marks. What are you People, paying? Fifty dollars a month for for a hundred megabits up and down. Correct. See, that's the future, right? That's the that's what well, we need, Jack. We need more I, competition I, like that. I, w- I would agree. Um, and I don't have a lot. I don't do a lot. I don't. I, I, I had to. Uh, it recognized oddly. It recognized the router. Recognized the Roku stick, which I use in a third floor television. Mm-hmm. But it didn't recognize the Roku TV on the first first floor. So I had to change the Mac. You know, the TV told me the MAC address, and I had to go into the router settings and and yeah. and uh, you know allow that uh, MAC address. And it's been just. Perfect. No weather issues. Nothing. Of course. Yeah, it's fiber. So yeah, yeah. we're all we're all hoping GoNetSpeed gets to other areas because you're actually I'm actually finding it in my client base where you've got you know Comcast, Cox, all those guys are courting all my customers saying, hey, let's get some fiber in there real quick <laughs> uh, because they want to lock you into a multi-year contract before these guys come to right. your neighborhood. Uh, and and you know where you have a little enclave here. Uh, Four of my neighbors have it. It's a, it's a, uh, it seems foolproof at this point. So yeah, very, well, very, I couldn't give it higher marks. Well, Jack, you're a lucky man. We're all jealous, and uh, there's no data cap, so you can you can download whatever you all, all, want. All correct. And um, it's a lifetime price guarantee. That's all correct. Awesome. Yeah, I can't wait till it comes to a neighborhood near me. I can't I wait. I hope it does. Now, uh, yeah. here's a, here's 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 my question for sure. today. I've I've uh, I've had the same email address. Since 1993, okay, uh, and it's a snet.net. Uh, <laughs> so you know we're di- totally a dinosaur. I fully admit that. Yep. Um, but I'm not scared. Uh, well, you, you should make be. It sound like changing email addresses is like a, is nothing. It is nothing. Um, it, well, okay. So tell me what. You, 
you don't have to do it now. But- well, no, I can because it's a it's a problem for a lot of people. You shouldn't yeah. have you know you shouldn't be Jack at snet.net. Snet.net hasn't existed for gosh. Correct. I, no, I understand that. That was the very first one when AT and T took over the the baby bells. Right. You know, Nineteen ninety three. Right. And I then is, you got the you know, SBC Global ones. AT and D, all of that, all yeah. all of the iterations. And right. now it's the uh, you know now it goes through Yahoo. I believe. Right. So question number one: Does GoNet speed off for email boxes? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, that's uh, fine. That's fine that uh, they don't. Yeah. You you could buy. Or- I don't need any. Hyper security. I looked at Proton, whatever the, you know, I looked at a few of the more secure. Yeah, Hushmail, uh, Proton. Yeah, mail. all of, yes, I, I looked at all of that. And mm-hmm. It seems overkill for me. I do very little on it. Most, mm-hmm. I, I do most of my communication now, believe it or not, by texting. Okay. Um, well, the only um, issue is, Jack, you've got accounts that are connected to SNET.net, right? And if, if they decide, whoever's hosting this for you, which I suspect is correct. Yahoo, yes. if they change yes, it, it on you, you're done. I understand. That's why I want to change. Yeah. So, but I think I'm fine with Gmail. Okay. Um, That's fine. If you want so, to go with Gmail, just all you're doing is going to set a forwarder in the SNET one saying, "Hey, if you want to email Jack at SNET, send it over to Gmail." And then on, on your Gmail account, make sure you you know reply to folks and let them know you're over at the new Gmail account, and then okay. change them. So, so I can literally just if if something comes to the SNET. Um, mailbox, I can have something there that tells them that I've changed. You can have an automatic reply and forward that message to your Gmail. Okay. That's a, that's really all. Is that a hard thing to do or an easy thing to do? It's technically pretty easy. Is that, um, in, the settings? Is that in the settings at, at uh, SND or Yahoo Mail or whoever? It should be. Okay. Yeah. And then okay. it'll stop working whenever they kill that box. Okay. And, and yeah, you I won't care. change before they kill Right. Before they kill <laughs> Yeah. So that's what I would do, Jack. Yeah, go ahead and do that, and then you're now you're going to be beholden to Gmail. Now, well, yes, and I understand the the pluses and the minuses of that. I've been doing a little reading on on email security. Yeah. Um, uh, and I don't my my stuff is very low risk. I don't do any banking online. I don't uh, none of my brokerage stuff is online. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like to go talk to people at, at banks, and <laughs> that works out well. Yeah. Yes, it does. It's it's. Uh, you know, I'm an old retired guy, and I got plenty of uh, time to kill. So. And a great cost on your internet. Yes. Well, <laughs> so internet, internet, Cricket Wireless at thirty dollars a month, uh, uh, Hulu and Sling TV um, uh, at one thirteen a month. Period. All my stuff. And that's a beautiful number, and it'll never go up. <laughs> correct. That's <laughs> that's very, that's very correct. So I, I think that's a very manageable oh, yeah. uh, situation, yeah. and I get over a hundred TV channels with, between the antenna. Oh. Sling TV, Hulu, you know, oh. on-demand stuff. Uh, it's it's not a problem. I miss a few sporting events that I'd like to see, but other than that, um, I'm happy with that hookup. Well, you can also see those through Yahoo. If you, uh, not Yahoo. I, uh, uh, YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There, there, yes. There are ways. There are, seems to me there are ways to see basically anything you want to see. Yep. Um, All right, Jack. So thanks, guys. I appreciate I appreciate your help, and I'll get on this email. This uh, changing the email thing. Very good, and thanks for calling in. Thanks. All right. Bye bye. So, uh, yeah, go NetSpeed. Again, it's an alternative to the other broadband carriers out there. Um, all we want is competition. You know, we want, we want the ability to have more than one broadband choice in my neighborhood or anybody's neighborhood so that you don't have a car payment to get on the Internet or watch TV. It shouldn't be a car payment, right? I mean, we know people are paying $300 for TV and Internet. Three, that's a car payment. When we were growing up as kids, we had the rabbit ears. And the tinfoil. We had you know six channels, and we were happy. 
<laughs> now it's a car payment. I mean, the amount of money people spend, it's like they'll spend more money on, on internet and TV than they will on food. Well, think about it. Now you or get heat. 300 channels, but you watch six. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. But you're paying for 300. Exactly. That's, That's why it's 300 bucks a month. It's ridiculous. Now, 5G. So here's the thing. 5G promises that the broadband folks are really going to be running scared. Because once we get 5G, you're going to get very high-speed wireless communications. Right, and that will hopefully open a whole bunch of doors to options. Right, I've already told you about my my uh, Google Project Fi smartphone cost is twenty two bucks a month on average. Right, so the more you have competition, the lower the price is. So when five G comes, we'll all be setting up as a wireless connection. You won't have to worry about fiber. You won't have to worry about cable. You won't have to worry about DSL because you'll have these five G antennas. The drawback is everyone's afraid of the technology that's going to cause cancer. And it's literally reminiscent of when a cell phone came out. And I don't think I'd worry about that so much. I think what I would worry about more is, I believe, now I could be wrong on this mm -hmm. point, but I believe mm -hmm. the number one provider of 5G technology in the world right now is Huawei. Huawei. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it too. We can build them too. I'm not worried about that. Um, but there's already this scare. I mean, I think Blumenthal's getting involved and all this kind of stuff. Look, guys, fine. Let's be sure you're not going to get cancer. But the amount of radio and RF that is sitting in your home right now, just your Wi-Fi. I mean, your smartphone, your Wi-Fi, your t everything's broadcasting. Um, Do you know how much, how many radio waves we absorb from space? I <laughs> know. So again, maybe there is a thing to be worried about. Finally, we should we should be sure about it. But there are still people who think you're going to get brain cancer from using a cell phone, which is just not the case. Period. Well, aren't they using Bluetooth headsets? Right. And there's still people who won't, yeah, Bluetooth headsets. There's still people who won't get vaccinated because they're afraid of the vaccine. That's a whole other silly thing. Let's not be afraid of 5G um, as long as it's safe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Let's be sure it's safe. Uh, I know Blumenthal's on the case, so we're all safe from that. We're going to step out for a quick break, get back to more of your calls. Sue and Sherry, hang on. Two lines open for you. This is Computer Talk. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns to 11 o'clock. And then Dr. Alessi will be in with Healthy Round. He'll give you a second opinion on your health advice. Maybe he knows more about 5G. Um, I'm reading a Los Angeles Times article about testing they did on rats for two years. And it showed a slight increase in allowable cancer rates. Just the word allowable um, doesn't sound good. But again... We've got we've got cities in California that are preventing 5G from going up preemptively. That's you know, and people are afraid afraid of, afraid of fluoride in our water. You know, I mean, it's you, you, where do you put an end to this? You know, you're never going to move forward if you're if you're afraid of all this stuff. Let's go on to uh, Sherry in Windsor Locks. Hey, Sherry. Morning. Morning. What's going on? Um, I've had a uh, <clears throat> a Chromebook now for about a year. Okay. Ever since my son set it up for me, um, nice. apparently it's got to um, go to the cloud for just about everything. Yes. It's basically a browser book. It's basically a... Yeah. So... Go ahead. Nice idea, except I can't print just with the Chromebook on. I have to turn my Dell computer on. Right. So it recognizes. Correct. Why is that? That is so silly. 
Well, because you really don't have a full operating system on your Chromebook. It needs to work with a, a real computer running, wow. running a real operating system, which is Microsoft or, or Apple. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, on, I'm not in that territory. So. No. So, yeah, you need your computer on, and the computer is going to share that printer out. Now, there could be a way, um, depending on your printer, um, to allow for what's called mobile printing. Um, the Chromebook could, could be considered a mobile wireless device, and if your printer's smart enough, it wouldn't need the PC, right? But probably your PC's not your printer's probably not smart enough to handle mobile wireless printing, and that's why you have to turn the PC on. Okay, so the only do around is if I could train my printer to right upgrade your printer. How old's that printer? You think, Sherry? Um. I'm going to say at least five years. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, doesn't have any it probably has no wireless support. Well, the thing is, it is, I run it on wireless. My right. son said it would potentially be better. Yeah. And in theory, that was going to correct the problem of the Chromebook not being able to print. Yeah. I mean, a different kind of wireless. Okay. So wireless in the traditional sense is not what I'm, I'm getting at. It's like it has to have mobile wireless capability, not just wireless capability. It. it has to be able to speak to browser-based devices like yours. It's a different. It's yeah, I know it's confusing, but it's that's all right. It's different, and clearly your your printer doesn't have that capability. Most likely now, when's your son going to be back in the neighborhood? Is he around? Yeah, he's around. It, I, I told him I'm still having that problem, and I I told him you know well I'm going to call Tad because they <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for what, just about everything. What's the um well what's the make and model of that of that printer? called an Acer, A-C-E-R. An Acer printer, Sherry? No, no, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking about the Chromebook. No, no. What's the printer? MG5420. M is in Mary, G as in George? Yep. 5420? Right. I wonder what that manufacturer is. Canon. Oh, it's a, a Canon printer. Interesting. Um, we'll do a, a little bit of research on it throughout one of the breaks. And if we find a way to have it support wireless printing, we'll put a link up there on Computer Talk. But I doubt it. I don't think it. I don't think it does. I'm, I'm sure you're. Yes, it says it offers wireless and uh, mobile smartphone. Wireless. Oh, it does. Right. Ah, Bob did find it. All right. Okay. You guys so, are awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, <laughs> we'll put a link out there for you on what you have to do to upgrade or configure this printer so that your Chromebook. And now we're not guaranteeing it's going to work, but it could. I hear you. It's and, worth a shot. Yeah. And then if it doesn't, if, if you don't understand whatever we put up here for, you could always, you know, get your son to read this. And it's air, it's air print. That's what they call it. It's not Wi-Fi. It's air print. Oh, okay. And that's what you want to utilize. And you may have to download a app, um, a Canon app. You probably do have to download a Canon app. A to Canon your print app. <clears throat> yep. There we go, Sherry. So download a Canon print app to your Chromebook. Make sure that it sees the MG4250 and you don't have to turn your Dell on anymore. You know, actually, I'm I'm pretty sure my my son went through that whole rigmarole. Well, what does he do for work? He's a, a lighting consultant. Okay, so they're not the, he's not as geeky as he thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the thing is, he spent an hour trying oh. to find you know, like the Canon driver mm-hmm. through Chrome, and it just wouldn't come up in any of the menus here. Well, there's the other problem, right? So if Canon has deemed your printer um, end of life. They may not offer the drivers anymore, oh, okay. but we're going to put links up there for what we think is correct. All right. They and, have drivers. Oh, good. So clearly he doesn't know what he's looking for, and you tell him to stick to lighting. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't planning to change careers. Good, good. Um, 
Yeah, this this IT field is too crowded anyways. Um, we'll put a link up there for you, hopefully with the right drivers and the app, and now maybe even you can fix it yourself. And then you call your call them up and say, yeah, the tab guys fixed it for me. <laughs> I can't plug in a light bulb, though. So can't, No, really? I don't. Come on. I have no idea what I'm doing. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Thanks, Sherry. For your help. Bye-bye. Our pleasure. Um, I'm glad we could help her. You never know with these printers, you know? But that's the difference. So wireless printing is not the same as quote-unquote air printing on a mobile device or a Chromebook. It needs a special way to communicate with that piece of hardware. It needs a proper app because everything works on apps these days when it comes to those devices. And then, of course, the printer has to be properly upgraded to handle whatever you're trying to make it do. So those two key components. Um, take another call, Matt, right, before the bottom of the hour? He's not listening either. Let's go on to, let's go on to Sue in Woodbridge. Hey, Sue. Hi. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Sure. Um, listen to you guys every week. Um, oh, I always learn something, even if it's not my problems. Awesome. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so I have a very old uh, MacBook Pro. Okay. Um, it's 2010. Ooh, um, that is old. It is old. Um, don't, mm-hmm. don't use it a lot. Um, I'm retired. Um, mm-hmm. But I've been getting some pop-ups lately. Um, started a couple of weeks ago, I got a pop-up saying my Adobe Flash Player was out of date um, and that I need to update it, but the address at the top um, of the screen had nothing at all to do with Adobe. Oh, boy. Um, and each time it was different. <clears throat> yep, so, it's, so a, it's a browser hijack or browser pop, fake pop-up. Okay. Okay, so um, I haven't seen those in a while, but then I started getting a couple of other ones. Mm-hmm. Um, first one was that um, Apple Care can protection plan had detected three viruses, including mm. Trojan, mm. Um, and that I needed, you know, to click on it to remedy it. So um, I didn't do that. Smart, smart. Um, okay, good. You're doing good so far. Okay, so far. So because I had, I don't have Apple Care protection plan anymore. I did at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but whenever I have a problem, I always call them and they're always helpful. Yeah, so I sure. called them yeah. and they, to see if they would do that, you know, through this, through the computer. And they said, of course, they wouldn't. Um, and they suggested that I run Malwarebytes. Mm-hmm. Um, and clear your cache, right? I always clear my cache. Mm. I clear my cache daily. Okay, that's weird. It's weird that it's popping up. So you do have some sort of malicious application on your computer, unfortunately, which, yeah. of course, can't happen with Apple's. They were told you 10 years ago when you bought it that right. you can't get infected, and here we are. Right. Um, and but, then I got another one, oh I think it was yesterday or the day before, which said... Um, you know, basically the same thing, that I had a virus. Yeah. And whenever I get those, I usually either quit my applications or just shut it and shut down my computer immediately. Right. Well, there's two things, actually, Sue. Uh, obviously, the pop-ups you know are there, there's somebody trying to fish you, right? They're trying to trick yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. But you may actually not have a virus. It's just this, right. the pop-up I, I trying to trick yeah. you into having one. So get, download Malwarebytes for Mac. Yeah. yeah. Download Malwarebytes for Mac number one it's a free download and run it just to see if you're clear you probably are and then i got a feeling you're not running open dns are you sue well you know i've heard you talk about that so often and i've tried to see um when i first got this computer Mm -hmm. i was still working and the um tech guy at my company set everything up for me Mm -hmm. um but i can't find out whether or not i'm running open dns i've tried you're probably not um, go to our website at computertalkwithtab.com, and we'll put the instructions on there as to how you can configure it for yourself. Okay. Because that should greatly le- lessen these pop-ups coming to your machine. Okay. All right, Sue? Okay. And um, 
it's pretty straightforward on how to do it? Generally, it is, yes. Coming okay. against a hard break, but it's right out there for you. All right, Sue? Okay, great. Thanks so much. Our pleasure. Have a good day. You Bye-bye. too. We'll be right back. This is Computer Talk with Tab, and I'm Eric. Here, and I'm Bob. And Joey reminded me of something that we've brought up in past shows having to do with the holidays. If Santa's thinking about bringing a gaming console on Christmas morning, the most annoying aspect of that is that the folks at Microsoft force a massive update to occur. And there's nothing like excited kids ready to play their gaming console all day long that they can't play it for hours as it gets updated by Microsoft or, you know, Sony or whoever. So if Santa has any technological, you know, abilities, he should plug the device into the Internet and let it update. Before Christmas. Yes. Find a place where you can do it and the kids don't see it. Right. Well, you know, kids won't see it. Santa's got to do that. You know, he's, he's up at the North Pole. But definitely update it. Or you'll be sitting there dealing with, is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? Is it ready yet? No matter what the age, they they act that way. Let's reboot it halfway through. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) All right. Let's move on to your calls now that we've done that public service. We're going to go to uh, Mike in Bark Hampstead next. Hey, Mike, what's up? Uh, Hey, guys. What's going on? Very good to talk to you. Yeah, you too. Um, I've got a Windows 10 that I... uh, installed on the computer a few months ago mm-hmm. and I get this one company who sends me a zip, uh, compressed zip file mm-hmm. and I have a really hard time opening it and sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Have you asked them and, what they're zipping it in? Uh, they just said compressed zip file. They said I'm, I'm not I've asked them, they send it back and they send it in a not, uh, not JPEG, what's the other one? A PDF? They send it as a PDF? That's weird. Well, no. Well, the center is a compressed zip file, but then I ask them to send it in like a JPEG or something mm-hmm. that I can open. Okay. And uh, so I don't know. I've, I've kind of looked at it. I'm not super. That's okay. WinZip. Worse on the computer. WinZip would be something we'd recommend you you try to see if you can unzip it more easily. <clears throat> WinZip comes at a cost, but you can do Seven Zip for free. Hold seven on. Zip. You've used that before, Bob. Oh yeah, it's good. Seven Zip. Okay. So I can download WinZip and then... Well, we'll give you a better one. Fee? Bob, no no fee. Bob likes 7-Zip better. He's used it often. We'll put seven a link up. Yeah, 7-Zip. WinZip is free to start, and then they'll charge you. And actually, Microsoft's built-in operating system should open most zip files, but clearly they're using something to zip it that you're not compatible with. So, yeah, it's really... I thought it just... I'm like, uh, I'm like Star Trek, you know, just computer and have it just do what it wanted to do. So <laughs> it's irritating what it does. Well, wait a minute. You've seen Star that's Trek. That's why we have you guys. Yeah, but Star Trek, that computer is always malfunctioning, causing some sort of massive problem. Oh, that's true. That's Come on. true, too. Yeah, like how. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and by the way, thank you. I called you the other week, Eric, and I told you you were as nice on the phone as you were on the, when I hear you over the radio. And uh, <laughs> And you referred me, you said it was too expensive to get out to Mark Hampstead, but you gave me some ideas. I was able to get a, a guy from the next town over to come out and nice. got all squared away. So I thank you for that. Our pleasure. I'm happy you could do it. Yeah, we don't serve the general public generally, and yeah. it's unfortunately. Yeah. No, but you're very helpful, and I appreciate it. You get the jam. I, sent I you did. I jam. You have some crazy, awesome jellies, I'll tell you. 
uh, out there in Litchfield. It's called Simply Jam. And yep. uh, Mike was nice enough to send some samples. And I, I broke it out at a little uh, get-together get we had. And uh, it was a hit. So I should put a link up here for you, Mike, so people can uh, take a look at the uh, what's going on in Litchfield. You're hand-making these things, right? Yeah. Yeah, we are in uh, Big Y and Stop and Shop in the, in the central Connecticut area now. Nice. And, uh, yeah, which is good. I don't know if if you let me do a shout out or a question for a marketing, we're looking to market our gym mm. more effectively. And yeah. We need somebody local to the Hartford area that wouldn't be terribly expensive. Like mm-hmm. I say, we're a handcrafted product, but yeah. but we're looking for somebody who could could work with us. So if well, you, I'll uh, put a link about for your for your soft for your product right now at Computer Talk, and if there's a okay. marketing guy out there listening, they might reach out to you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. I think you're marketing it pretty well because you got we're talking about it now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you did say you'd mention on the radio. I did. I completely forgot about it. But uh, so here I am. Here we are. It's good stuff. Yeah. All right. Have a great Christmas. You too, Mike. All right. All right. Bye-bye. Personal testimonial right there. Yeah. <clears throat> it was really good. You wouldn't think that something that sweet and then spicy at the same time. It's a very interesting. And then it was mixed with garlic and stuff like that. So Well, it kind of hits your palate at different times. First you taste this, then you taste that. Yeah. And, you what, what is it with Litchfield? And Litchfield's got that great whiskey brewery out there. So you pair Simply Jam with the Litchfield whiskey. Ooh, I'm telling you. It's a home <laughs> run. <laughs> but you got to use your whiskey sense like your... Like your spidey, uh, sense. spidey sense, along with the gaming sense, you must use <laughs> all the senses. Let's go on to uh, Joyce in Torrington next. Hey, Joyce. Hi. Hey, what's up? Well, I got I got two issues this morning. Um, I started with one, Uh-oh. and then I looked for your phone number on the internet, and I came up with another one. Okay. However, the first one is probably easier. Do you know anything about uh, a breach alert from a? Uh, um, from Firefox Mozilla? No, that doesn't ring any bells. <laughs> I mean, it could, but I haven't heard anything lately. What do you? How about you, Bob? No, I haven't heard anything about that. Okay, it says uh, on my email, your account has been involved in a data breach. Click here to to, uh, to confirm your existence. No, no, oh. it just it just says what to do next, and it tells me that uh, you know change passwords. Uh, None, nothing scary has not. It doesn't have me. Uh, no linking to anything. Okay. First no. of all, hmm. you, no. I don't think you're getting your mail from Mozilla. Mozilla is the browser you're using. Yeah, yeah. So you've got a browser yeah. hijack, and they're trying to fish you into oh. logging in and giving them your email and uh, okay. log on and password. Yes. Yeah, so okay. However, I am looking here that <clears throat> Mozilla does have some sort of data breach service. Um, believe it or not, I can put this out here. This is possibly legit. Looks, yeah, it does look legit. So it could be a service. If they're not giving you any link to click on, they're just letting you know. Yeah. Um, this could be real. Oh, I'm reading it again. It says the uh, the breach data provided by, and then this is um, this I could open. Have I been pawned? Right. But it spelled it wrong. P W N E D. Well, that's actually correct. Oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. That's how geeks spell things. You know, fishing. <laughs> we, we we don't spell fish right. We don't spell. You know, it's it's a okay. whole thing. I am sorry. Yeah. I am sorry. And then it goes on what to do next, and it tells you to change your passwords mm-hmm. and um and uh, for different accounts. And then on the very bottom. <clears throat> yep. We sent. 
this email to me right. because the email address opted into alerts from Firefox. Right. And so, then it gives me the option to stop the uh, the monitors, the alert right. monitors, if I want. Okay, so we'll put a link up here. This is legitimate, believe it or not. Um, okay. So what's happening here, Joyce, is let's say you, you were part of a Yahoo, right? Now, that's right. Mm-hmm. Three billion people's emails were hit with Yahoo, right? So that's that's part of a breach. So if you're at Yahoo, if you're Joyce, whatever at Yahoo, mm-hmm. what Firefox is doing here is saying, guess what, Joyce? We know because we went and checked that your email was was in part of this breach. So oh, wow. Yahoo, LinkedIn, Dropbox, all these nice, beautiful cloud companies um, have been hacked. Mm-hmm. All right, and if what they're saying here with Firefox is, hey, just so you know. The bad guys already know that your email was part of this breach. Okay. So if you okay. so if I you take a chance, if I don't change my passwords on everything, you ch- you take a huge chance. And then the yeah. bad thing here is that the bad guys know what that password was, and then they're going to send you an email saying, "Hey Joyce, we know that this is your email, and this was a password you used." They're going to kind of act like they know more about you than they do. Mm-hmm. And now we know that you were, you know, looking at adult material, and then they're going to want you to uh, uh, ransom you. Oh dear. Well, no Bitcoin. problem that way. Yeah. But, so yeah, this is real. Okay. Okay. And you're going to put a leak on for that? Yep. Okay. The other thing is, uh, seriously, I'm not kidding. I went to my other computer, which runs Chrome. Yeah. And to look up your phone number yeah. to call you about Firefox. Yeah. And <laughs> I didn't get very far. I got a I got a um, a message, mm-hmm. and it's. Um, there's a whole bunch of uh, first. There's two pages to it, and one mm-hmm. overlaps the other one. Mm-hmm. But the first page gives me a um, address, mm-hmm. and it says um, I can read the whole thing. But the the but the you don't need to, Joyce. Yeah, it says CloudFrontNet. Yeah, you surfed something again. So here's the problem with surfing: surfing the Google, you can't trust it. You're typing something in there, and it's giving you some junk back, right? So garbage in, garbage out. If you're not running OpenDNS, well, I was, but I was, but what? I lost it when I took my computer to be serviced. You lost it. it out. Yeah, yeah, he wiped it out. Oh, these guys I are told awful. him he could go back to default, and it was my fault. I forgot all about it. All right, put when it I back got in. Home, I didn't put it back on. Put it back together, um, yeah. and that's the problem when you Google search anything. You have to be careful where it say, where it sends you, and who knows whatever you're about to read me. It doesn't almost doesn't matter. Um, it depends on how you searched. What did you search? Um, you know, you would have searched WTIC, uh, you know, you're trying to call us here, right? At the studio or at the office? No, at the studio there. Yeah. So who knows what you put in there? You could have come up with any number of bad links by doing that. Um, and, uh, most likely you just ended up with a bad one. So get open DNS going again and, oh, yeah, uh, be careful well, what you I'll Google for. On, I'll go back on your, on your, um, webpage and yep. I'll follow the directions. This Beautiful. one says, this one says that. If I don't update my Windows Windows system scanner, important system file. Do you know anything about a, a system scanner that Joyce, I have Joyce, to update? don't believe that. Okay. Right? Come on. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, you know. Okay. The other thing is, you know, I tried to delete a, delete this by going into Task Manager and, and shutting it down. Yeah. And it came back again. Oh, you got a hijack. So you got a hijack on top of it. You, you Google searched. You got now your browser's hijacked. So run malware bytes. We'll okay. put a link up there for you. But that's the okay. problem with surfing without any kind of filter. You're you're surfing unprotected, right? Yeah. Think of OpenDNS as kind of a, tech, a technological prophylactic. Uh, no, 
I know. I like I said, I had it. I had it. I did, I got through downloading it all by myself. I was doing yeah. just fine. I took this the thing in, and the guy says, "Well, I'm going to bring this." I, I forget what was wrong. Yeah, with he it, didn't but, do you any service there. You should have. Well, I didn't think fast enough either. Yeah. Tell him, no, you can't. I need right. this. You know? I know. Well, he could have put it back in five seconds, but he just you should have asked him exactly. Neither yeah. here, neither now here, now or I there. Have to or there. Struggle putting it back. Don't struggle. You'll be fine. You did it okay, once. You can okay. do it again. I know. I tried, and I, I didn't faith. get very far. Is there a 15-year-old kid in your neighborhood? Yeah. <laughs> That's all you my need. neighborhood. Yeah. We're too old. Oh. Oh, well. Well, yeah. good luck, Joyce. Okay, thank you. You're Appreciate welcome. Appreciate your all time. Right. Yeah, you too. So she's not kidding. That's Firefox has that service. And a lot of, actually, we offer a service um, having to do with security awareness training for our, our business clients that does the exact same thing. Um, it'll actually send a report uh, to, the, to the customer about any of their email um, addresses that have been part of a breach. And basically, you'll find many of your email addresses within a company have been part of these breaches. Because if, if you logged into Dropbox, if you logged into LinkedIn, if you logged into uh, there's a business to business. I mean, all these big cloud companies have been quote unquote hacked. And then this report will go back and tell you, hey, you know, your, your email was part of a breach. Now, what does that mean? It just means that you're part of a breach. If you kept the same password, though, that's your fault. Um, you should be changing pa <coughs> passwords for every cloud-based service you use. You cannot use the same password for LinkedIn that you use for Amazon, that you use for Dropbox, that you use for Facebook. If you do, and one of those cloud companies is breached, technically they are all breached, right? So take a little time, write it down in a notebook, and put it in a folder. And don't follow the link to get there. Get there the way you would normally get there. Right. www. Right. Type it in. So we'll step out for a quick break. We get four lines open for you to the top of the hour. Feel free to get online. 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. We are back. So we had a caller call and didn't want to go on the air, uh, but he had a question about the smart speakers, as they're called, the Google uh, you know, device and the Alexa smart speaker. I would contend you should call them smart microphones. They look like speakers, but they're really smart microphones. And his question was, you know, what do we feel about them as far as privacy and security? And I wouldn't have one in my house, and I don't have one in my house. Um, not that I'm doing anything wrong in my house, but I don't need I don't need – a company like Amazon listening in on everything that occurs in my home, period, or Google for that matter. Well, um, just because uh, you can, just because you can talk to your smart microphone and say, "Hey, Google, play this," or "Hey, Alexa, play this." Do you really? Should you? Just because you can, should you? Um, what about you, Bob? Well, you know, think about it. <clears throat> we were uh, talking off the air before we put the show. Yeah, and I have Google Home that I don't use so much anymore. <laughs> right. And you know it's always listening. Mm -hmm. And then you know, last night at the Christmas party, right. I got an Alexa. Yeah, you did. Well, you put the ticket in there, the bag. You didn't have to. Yeah, I had to put one ticket in that bag. And you won. <laughs> <laughs> Out yeah. of all those tickets. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's it's cool. That, the <clears throat> idea of talking to, you know, the enterprise, you know, computer, please do this, is one thing. But you're not talking to the spaceship's central brain. In this case, you're talking to some big corporation known as Amazon. The cloud. The, 
well, but it's Amazon's cloud. Why do you want to talk to Amazon? Yeah, but you know what? When the uh, Amazon Echo mm-hmm. starts to initiate a, a conversation without you doing without it. you asking, yeah, that's well, that's a the little problem. Creepy. The thing about this too is these these smart microphones, as I call them, can be initiated with sounds that you can't hear. They can be initiated through broadcast. So there's a concern there where you could be watching a YouTube video on your own and it has an under, underlying sound that will turn the microphone on um, because you don't need to have that command, the word Alexa, to actually do it. They actually have built in this sound um, communications that you can do without you and I hearing it. And that's a little creepy, too. That technology shouldn't be there, right? You shouldn't have that as part of the system, well, but they do. The other thing with these smart speakers is that you yeah, can tie smart them Smart microphones. In. You, they call them smart speakers. Well, we speakers, call them smart microphones. But the point is is <laughs> that you can tie them into your home automation. Right. So that's Alexa neat. might decide that, hey, I'm going to make you a cup of coffee or a pot of coffee. Yeah. Or you could just say, oh, I think it's a little too cold in here. I think I'll turn the temperature up. <laughs> Open the pod bay doors, Alexa. <laughs> We're not going to do that. So I'm not big big fans of them. I, I I wouldn't put them in my home. I I really don't care about that kind of automation. Just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. We had stories in the past of folks in uh, Europe whose cloud based uh, service for to open their homes stopped working on their apps, and they did type it. They did program a pin, but they never used it. They would swipe something on their phone. And these folks couldn't now communicate with the cloud's security system, so they couldn't get in or out of their homes without the alarm going off because they forgot the pin. They were just, again, they have a Rube Goldberg approach to opening a door. You know, I have to turn on my phone, hit the swipe, and then the thing goes on versus just opening well, the door. How about when the cloud service goes down? Now yeah. your phone can't communicate That's with, what the, problem with was. the cloud service to be able to open your door. That's a problem. That's not a home automation thing. I Even think if any you good. remember the pin. Right. So again, people out there love the, the tool. Uh, I wouldn't put it in my home. Uh, that's just our, my opinion. But uh, do with it what you will. But realize, don't call it a smart speaker. Call it a smart microphone. And if you think of it that way, at least you're informed. <laughs> at, least we did, at least we can say we didn't warn you. Because what could go wrong? Facebook didn't know they were giving all the data to Cambridge Analytica, did they? <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> so I want to thank you guys for joining us on this lovely Saturday morning. I want to thank Mike G for posting everything live. It's over at computertalkwithtab.com. Every link we mentioned is out there for you to check out. Um, you can also follow us at Facebook over at Tab Computer Systems. Like us, and it'll go to your news feed. You can follow us on Twitter at Tab Computer Sys. I want to thank Matt and Mike for producing the show, and uh, we'll be back when? Yeah, next week. Next week. We'll right. see you next week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.